Welcome to the Fatherhood Challenge, a movement to awaken and inspire fathers everywhere to take great pride in their role and to challenge society to understand how important fathers are to the stability and culture of their family's environment. Now, here's your host, Jonathan Guerrero. Greetings. Thank you so much for joining me. It is always great to have you with me. My guest right now is Sandra True. Sandra True is the owner and the founder of Get Real Parental Coaching. And boy, I sure could have used that years ago. In some cases, I feel like I still could use it. And I know we all could from time to time. So I'm excited to have Sandra on the program and share a little bit of her experience and her wisdom with us. So Sandra, thank you so much for being on the program. Oh, you're welcome, Jonathan. Thank you for inviting me. So we're going to go ahead and stick to our tradition. Usually we do a dad joke, but why can't we have mom jokes too? So we're going to go ahead and and uh, just start with that. What is your favorite mom joke? Well, it's, I don't know about my favorite, but it's a really bad one, but you're going to hear it because you asked for it. So <laughs> why were the baby strawberries crying? Why? Because their mum and dad were in a jam. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. What do you mean bad? That was great. I thought that was great. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. There we go. I love that one. I'm going to remember that one. <laughs> I think I'm going to share that. I'm, I think I'm going to share that one with the boys. <laughs> okay. Okay. Was it good enough to share? Then go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> it is. Well, you know, Sandra, you've been a successful parent coach and you've solved some of the biggest pain points that dads experience, such as trying to control their temper when dads or when kids act out. And so where did just where did this journey start and why did you decide to become a parental coach? So it started um a few years ago when um I started my childcare business and um I mean I've always worked with families way over 30 years. So I've always connected with the mums, the dads, even the grandparents and some carers. Um, so I see things, you, you know, you observe the comings and goings and the interactions between dads and, and their, and their daughter or their sons and mums and things as well. So while I was running my business, um, there were a few dads that would come and pick up and drop off and things. And what I've noticed or what I observed was they weren't as patient or as tolerant as the mothers so I'm thinking why is that this is something I've observed over the years now personally for me um, I was extremely close to my dad and we had a really good good relationship up until the day he passed basically Um, we, we bonded very well from when I was a baby right up until you know, um, later on down in life. So I thought to myself, there must be something that I can do. So once pandemic hit, and I can see there was a lot of parents, both mums and dads, struggling to find that bond with their with their children, which means that the connection wasn't there. There was a lot more 
losing tempers and just shouting a lot more just because of the tension. They weren't used to being in close proximity with each other for long periods of time. So at that point, I decided to then still run my uh, childcare business, but become a parental coach where I can work with mums, dads um, on a a one-to-one, get to find out their, 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 their problems, their issues as to what makes them trigger you know, um, because we all want to have good relationships with our children, but sometimes emotions just take over and we, we just can't help ourselves. So during that time, I then also started a podcast, which then led me to reading more dad books because I really wanted to know more about dads, their feelings, their understandings, what goes on in their minds um, how they're thinking, where they fit, where they feel they fit in society. So I started to read more books. I started to research more um, on on dad's resources. And I started the podcast and decided to interview more dads. And I just learned so much. I learned so much to the point where I can now coach my mums from a dad's perspective, so to speak, although I'm not a dad, but obviously the information that I've got, I can then bring that onto the mums as well and say, look, you know, did you ever think about how dad's feeling? Did you ever, that kind of thing. So that's literally where my journey started. So when that happens, when when you're approaching moms with this this information now that you have from talking to dads, do you see a kind of like a light bulb going off? Do you do you see that they're that their eyes open, that they brighten a little bit? Oh that they're my like, goodness! Absolutely, light bulbs are popping off like boom, 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 <laughs> boom. <laughs> and and I'm hearing. I don't think. In fact, I haven't spoken to one mum, and they've said, "Yeah, I know that," or "I understand that." No, they're all saying, "Oh my goodness, I didn't think about that." No, I didn't think about him in that way at all. Um, Wow, that's just enlightened me so much that I'm now going to go and talk to my husband, talk to my partner and see how he's feeling. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness, it just goes to show that, you know, it's very one-sided where families are concerned in terms of feelings and frustrations and why dads could be feeling a certain way. So I'm so glad that I've done what I've done and I'm doing what I'm doing, um, connecting with as many dads as possible, getting all that information and and feeding it through to the mums and also feeding it through from mum's perspective sometimes where um, I'm helping the dads. So that's all part of the journey that's still ongoing, to be fair. You know, it's interesting because when I think of of a parental coach, I think only of the relationship between the parent and the child. And so when I try to understand your role initially, I picture you as helping that relationship, the relationship between the parent and the child. It blows my mind to think that there's this whole other component of the relationship, the relationship between the parents and themselves, each other. And the yes. dynamic that plays with that. 
And so there's so much more to, to what you're doing than just specifically the parent child relationship. And that I find really fascinating. Yeah, it's um, it, it's funny because I think when I first set out as a parental coach, that's exactly what I intended on doing in terms of, okay, parent, let's build that relationship. But then as time goes on and I'm coaching more of my clients, I'm thinking, well, hold on a second, that there is another component here because it's not just the father and child. It's not just the mother and child. It's actually the whole family, you know, right down to the siblings also, right down to if they've got grandparents that's living in a household. It's down to the whole family because they all have an impact on the child. They're all role models that the child can see within the household and, of course, externally as well, but mainly that the core sort of family that they're with sort of 24 seven. It's everybody. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. One of the issues that some dads face is how to connect with their kids when their work life balance is not ideal. Are there actionable steps that they can try right away and see results? Oh my goodness. So absolutely. So the first thing is that connection. Literally, I wouldn't even say as the child's born, I would say as the child is growing inside the, the tummy. It, you know, if, if you're in that circumstances, obviously there's adoption and, and fostering and, and, and so forth. But let's go right back to the beginning. Let's go back to the bump. Yeah. So mm. that whole rubbing of the bump, the whole putting the head onto the bump, the whole talking to the bump, playing your favorite music to the bump, the, 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 the we'll call it the bump for now. <laughs> the bump is listening and being in tune with what's on the outside. They can hear the vibrations. They can feel the vibrations. So it all starts from the bump. And once you can find that connection there, it then starts when the baby is born. And of course, sometimes you think, whoa, what's just happened here? And it is so overwhelming. There's so much emotions going around. There's so much um, hormones flying up and down. But what you need to do as a dad is bond as quickly as possible. And I know it's difficult because a lot of dads think, well, mum's breastfeeding and, you know, mum's up in the night because she knows I'm going work in the morning and I need all the rest I can get. But there's so much more that you can still do as a dad in terms of connection as in physical connection. So what they suggest is taking off your shirt, have skin to skin contact, have eye contact, just lay there with your baby, your baby's laying there, you know, put your little pinkies under their little fingers and let them clutch it, you know, that is connecting and just sing a song, you know, change your nappies, hold your baby, all those sort of things are starting your bonding process so, okay, you can't breastfeed. Maybe mum can perhaps um, express as quickly as she physically possibly can. That way you get some of the feeding in as well. But if you can't get some of the feeding in, there's still a lot of what I've just mentioned that you could be doing. And, you know, those kind of things. Take your baby out for walks, just you and the baby. 
you know, so sometimes it is difficult because you've got the mum that, no, don't do it that way, don't do it this way. But if you're connecting with the baby, you know which way it's best for the baby, what works for your family. And those are some of the things that you can do for connecting. And it's also not just about um, at the beginning. There's also the fact that dads seem to think that um, there's still not a lot they can do because the baby's not communicating. But when they're crying, they're communicating. They're telling you something. They're telling you they're hungry, they're tired, they, they need winding, their nappies changing. They are communicating from day dot. So the quicker you bond, the closer you bond, the better that relationship will follow through as the child gets older. You don't have to wait for the child's physically talking so that you can have that connection with the child. There's, you know, there's still a lot you can do through the crying, through the tears and understand why they're doing certain things. And you touched on so many points that I don't really hear being talked about anywhere else in any other circles, but they're absolutely critical. And you're completely destroying this narrative that dads are not important in those first thousand days of, of the baby's life, even their role, even before the baby's born. And yeah. you're completely turning that narrative upside down on its head, which is, it is past time for that to happen because even the science is now starting to catch up and suggest that dads are absolutely important. And then you mentioned something about the skin to skin contact. And that takes me back to when my first son was born. One of the things that I was absolutely um, insistent on was that skin to skin contact. Absolutely. I would not compromise on that. I was very adamant that I wanted the very first thing that my son felt when he came into the world to be the hand of his dad on him. Yes. Love that. And so, and that's exactly what happened when he came out. I was there. I was the very first thing that he felt as he came into the world. Lovely. I love that. So when I pulled him up to me, he looked around and then he looked directly up into my eyes. And then ever since then it, there has been this undescribable bond. Absolutely love that. And you know what, Jonathan, also um, I had, I had a very close daughter, daughter, dad relationship. And the reason why we had that really close relationship is because my dad was present. He was present in my life, no matter what, no matter when him and my mum separated, he made sure that he would come to the house and, and play with me and be with me, watch me, ask me questions and all those sort of things. It wasn't just about, okay, the little sweets helped <laughs> and the little treats that he, he would bring me that they, they helped. But he, you know, he was absolutely present to the point where when I grew up into my teenage years, you know, we were, we were very close, very open relationship. There, there was a time where I would think that, though, you know, this isn't working or I've really fallen out with my dad. Yes, I'd probably be upset by something he said, but I will come straight back, 
straight back because the, the bond was so tight. And I really wish that for, for other dads and their sons and other dads and their daughters. Unbelievable connection. How does it benefit and stabilize the marriage relationship when a dad engages by following some of the suggestions that you mentioned? And how does it create an atmosphere of joy in the home? You know what, from from a woman's point of view, if they can see that the dad is present, that the dad is making an effort, that the dad is really showing that he loves his child and he's there, he's he's helping out, he's doing the dishes and things while while she gets a little bit of rest. He's taking the baby out so that she can get to spend some some alone time. He's on board with absolutely everything. He's talking. They're communicating together. Oh, my goodness. Communication 100% is the key. 100%. Without communication, that is where a lot of arguments step in because I assumed, you assumed... I thought you were going to do, I thought this, but if we just spoke about it, you know, we know where we are, whether you agree or not, whether you agree to disagree, you've communicated hundred percent. And also being on board on the same things, being on the same page. I am a stickler for consistency and consistency cannot come from one parent. It comes from both. Now, I know a lot of parents who, my clients, um, I get to understand that they try and come to some sort of agreement about what kind of parents they want to be before the baby's born. And that is is um, powerful in itself. Um, sometimes it goes to plan. Sometimes you have to adjust. Sometimes you have to be flexible because things don't always work out as they've planned, as everybody knows, that goes with anything. But if you have a really strong uh, relationship between yourselves and you both want the same things for the child, that can create good harmony within the household. If you're all on the same page, you're all consistent and you're both chipping in to 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 make your marriage work to therefore y- y- you're you're more likely to have stronger relationship with the child because you're both happy you know and you're both happy to work things out because the child's going to go through their different milestones and each milestone you can read as much as you want somebody could throw the encyclopedia at me and it would not have prepared me for parenthood <laughs> yeah, it, it just wouldn't. So at the end of the day, just be flexible and open enough. Open your mind enough to know that, okay, let us be as active and proactive as we possibly can. Let's be flexible to what's going to happen in the next stages of that child's life. And that would create harmony consistency and lots of love within the household. You know, you're completely changing the way we look at the parent-child relationship. For example, the idea of at the end of the day, having that conversation and checking in, 
that's something I've heard apply to the parent child relationship, uh, which is a very, very great thing to do. Uh, and it's something we try to do in our family as well. It's a great thing where you just sit down with your kids and you just ask them, Hey, what went well about the day? What was your favorite part of the day? What was your not so favorite part of the day? And why was it not so good? Absolutely. And then just having those conversations and checking in, um, those are great things to do with your kids, but you're completely turning that around and saying that is also a great thing to do for the uh, parents to do with each other. Mm-hmm. It's great because you can add a whole nother dimension and you can apply it specifically to the parenting and to different situations that might not have worked out so well. And so you can really get into it and then it's easier then to separate yourself from that event that happened and look at it objectively together. Yeah, absolutely. So that's, that's, that's really awesome that you see it that way. Um, and the other thing that is absolutely critical is just sitting there and going into all of the different spaces where you might not have been able to go, for example, um, just trying to understand your kids from a different lens. In other words, the other partner spouse might've seen something and might've observed something in your kids that you didn't. Yes, exactly. And, and so and that, when you're yeah. in the moment, you don't see those things because you you're both in the moment. And when you can step back and separate and talk yes. about these things, all of a sudden you can learn things about your own kids from your spouse that you otherwise would not have picked up on. Yeah, that's right. And learn things about each other. Exactly. You can even plan strategies together. So when there's something that needs to be discussed or a very sensitive subject that you need to talk about with your kids, sometimes it can be helpful to come together in these sessions and plan how you're going to have that discussion together, come up with a game plan. And that has been very beneficial to me because sometimes for dads, it can be easy for us to just go in guns blazing and on a situation and that may not be the most constructive approach. And so it's good to share your plan and just lay it on the table and say, this is what I had planned to say. This is what I was going to do. What do you think? And then hear another perspective. Yeah. So true. And also sometimes you get caught up and as you mentioned earlier in the moment and you develop habits you don't realize that you're, you you do develop habits and the other spouse may see it, but you don't see it because that's what you've been doing. So if the other spouse is like, you know, not in front of the child, obviously, but when you're having that moment, um, you know what? I noticed that you tend to do this and what what comes from that is that. And then you've got the other spouse saying, Really? I didn't even realize I do that. Okay, well, I'm I'm going to check myself from now on, and uh, try not try not uh, try not to do that anymore. So again, back to communication, back to um, not being afraid to to because you're not you're not criticizing as such, but 
you're, you're talking about an observation that you think, well, that wasn't part of our plan when we were doing our little game plan. So let me just check in and just see whether that person's realizes that they're doing that. Yeah, that is very, very, very helpful. Sandra, we are reaching close to the end of our time here. Um, and it feels like it went by very, very fast because there's so much we could talk about. And even as we were chatting just now, I was literally sitting here learning things from you. Oh, bless you. <laughs> and so I can only imagine uh, what our audience has, has been learning from you as well. So what are some of the unique services that you provide to dads and parents in general? And how can dads get a hold of you? So um, <clears throat> when I do uh, parental coaching <clears throat> for dads, um, it is more or less the same as what I do for the mums as well. Um, it depends on their needs and depending on their own unique circumstance, we tend to go a lot deeper about <clears throat> feelings, connections, especially connections, because a lot of dads tend to think that they can't, they don't know how to, or they can't connect with their child from a very young age because they feel it's all down to the mum. So I try and do a lot of work with them there and um, <clears throat> send them to different resources, give them different resources and send them where they can get other information as well. So that's what I do for the dads and for the mums as well, depending. Um, I am on Instagram to get real parental coach. I'm on Facebook, Get Real Parental Coaching. Not so much. And I'm obviously on LinkedIn. You can find me there. I'm also podcasting, Get Real Parental Coaching. I like to keep things simple, straight to the point, no messing around. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Just to make things easier, I'm going to put links to everything you just mentioned in the episode description. So if you go to thefatherhoodchallenge.com, that's the Fatherhood Challenge. Dot com, And you go to this episode and then you go to the description for this episode. All the links will be down there below. So it'll be so much easier to to find Sandra and to connect with her. So, Sandra, before we go, what is your challenge to dads listening right now as we close? My challenge to you is to do something that you haven't done before with your child. So something that you've probably been thinking about doing and you haven't done it, I want you to do it. Having those new experiences with your child will build wonderful memories that not only will you remember, but they will remember for the rest of their lives. And that's another important part of the bonding process. So Sandra, thank you so much for being with us. I really, really appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. I've enjoyed it so much. So thank you for inviting me in the first place. <laughs> thank you for listening to this episode of the Fatherhood Challenge. If you would like to contact us, listen to other episodes, find any resource mentioned in this program, or find out more information about the Fatherhood Challenge, please visit thefatherhoodchallenge.com. That's thefatherhoodchallenge.com.